Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. The pod back in full force, ready to just throw it back in ya. Oh, yeah. Man, uh, I have been up to a whole lot of nothing lately, man. So much so that I actually sat down and finally watched a bunch of DC movies for that universe that failed so miserably. Which, to my surprise, really, really shocked here. This is going to turn into a movie review for no reason. Shocked that everybody hated him as much as people said they did. Like, I watched Aquaman, and it was pretty cool. I actually enjoyed it. The only thing that really sucked was, like, the motion sickness I got from, like, the underwater effect, which was pretty dope. Uh, The fact that they made it absolutely look like they were underwater the entire time when they're fighting and doing shit. But uh, the waviness fucked with you a little bit. You started getting a little... Just really starting to feel it. I don't know why the underwater effects needed to be so sickly. The thing that got me about the Aquaman movie was, if you don't know what happens, uh, he has to go down and he has to find the true trident, the, the trident of the first king of Atlantis, to, in order to, like, cement himself as king of Atlantis or some shit. He's got to overthrow his brother, who's a massive asshole. It's weird how if you were raised to become the king of something, somehow you always turn out to be a giant dick. And they're always blonde, too. It's always a blonde dickhead. It's just Game of Thrones. It was Joffrey. It was a little blonde twat. And then you had f- fucking this dude in uh, what Aquaman, who his brother was a blonde dude who was just an absolute cocksucker, too. But he's got to go down and find the, uh, uh, the trident of the true king. It, which now it makes sense because I always like thought it was weird that... Aquaman's name was Arthur, and then they're like, King Arthur. I'm like, oh, I get it. He's got to go fucking pull the trident, show he's real king. Okay, got it. Okay, just being truly unoriginal. I get it. Just stealing mythical legends, which is all fucking most stories do is steal from other things. We all steal. Everybody steals. Um, But what was funny is when he goes, like, he basically... He has to go down and grave rob the first king of Atlantis and also fight a racist giant kraken because he's the, like he can hear it. And like there have been many people who had tried to go there before and the kraken made very, very clear that uh, it, others had tried in this half blood or like uh Half-breed is what they called him because he's a was a product of his mother who was the queen of Atlantis and a surface dweller. So they call him a half-breed throughout the movie. And even, So even the Kraken's racist. Like, how does it know the races between humans? It's crazy. But then you figure out how because the king of Atlantis originally, he could talk to the Kraken and so can Aquaman. So then he's like, oh. You can hear me? I haven't been able to have conversations with somebody since uh, the first king. And so apparently that first king in the entire time just sitting there, which his body is just holding the fucking trident there. He just ended up dying and perpetuating himself in in a tomb. He, he waited so long that he just petrified. Underwater, too. How do you petrify underwater? Is it, I, I guess that's what coral is. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not a scientist. It just didn't seem to make much sense. How come I didn't? Uh, I guess because he's an Atlantean, you know, you don't get bloated and just float to the surface and then CSI Miami takes over. Yeah! Bam, bam. Looks like this guy got a fork put in him. Yeah! Duh, duh. That's, that would have been the more appropriate thing for the King of Atlantis to do. So he fights this giant squid, and then he becomes, you know, King of Atlantis. It's all good, bruh. That's how, and you take down your little brother and be like, bitch, step aside. I'm on a level right now. And then I watched the Justice League movie, which I get people's complaints with that one, but uh, wasn't a bad movie overall if you know where all the characters come from and all that stuff. And they did like a quick, like, ex- explanation. It's not like it had a giant backstory. But uh, it makes sense why people were upset about, like, why they tried to do that. Because, like, the Marvel Universe, when they did the full team movies, you had, like, seven movies. And, like, you kind of cared about the fucking characters. So, at this point, like, you weren't emotionally invested in this cool-ass team-up that was about to happen. So, I get it. I get it. But I thought they were entertaining. So, check them out if you want to do that. I'm sitting here. With uh, the new co-host I told you guys about. I got Harper Lee. She's passed the fuck out. She's not even going to contribute anything to this conversation. She is completely turned off by this. And then Dizzy Izzy over here is about to just join her in a slumber. And make sure she doesn't have to do it. And then Sweeney Todd. uh, I think he wants to quit the show. uh, Because he probably is still mad at me about what happened. I uh, thought it would be funny. I was just playing with him. And I took my hat off. And I put it over his head. And he freaked out. And he just took off running. And I couldn't pull the hat off in time. So the hat just stuck to his face. And he couldn't see. So he just started running. And he ran right into one of our cabinets. Uh, Felt terrible. Uh, turns out, like, cats really don't like their uh, vision to be fucked with. Uh, they like being the ones stalking and being able to see you and you not see them. So, when they get their vision just taken away from them, they wig out. The cat in the hat is a lie. Uh, if that hat had fallen on his eyes while he was babysitting those children, he would have freaked out and probably, like, killed thing one and two. Just right in front of those children. That's their blue blood leaking out of onto their red jumpsuits that they have. And now they got a murder case on their hands. And is it even murder? We don't even know what thing one and two are. They're just things. They're just technically possessions. Is Are thing one and two slaves? Uh, does the cat in the hat, like, just the, he keeps them in a box and because they destroy things? And then he just brings them out when he needs them to make a point? Like, does he own them, technically? That's weird. I don't know how I feel about the cat in the hat now. Like, he he might have been some kind of slave owner. And he would just come into children's houses and talk to them. Just praying his big floppy hat didn't go down on his eyes so he didn't have to kill anybody by wigging out. Why would he go into children's houses randomly? I think that story is more about, like, even though dark, it's it's about just behaving as children. But it's probably also about, hey, don't bring strange animals into your house. Because then they bring in these two destructive things that will just fucking destroy your entire house. And then your mom's going to come home. And she's going to fuck with you. 
Reminds me of that fucking horrible Mike Myers movie. That was a weird movie. Alec Baldwin's in that movie. I bet he wants people to forget about that. Remember me for my Trump impression, not for my uh, terrible acting in the Cat in a Hat movie. I totally got upstaged by Mike Myers. You know, Austin Powers. I got un- overacted by... <laughs> How weird is that? That a guy who was started out on SNL was playing like a stoner kid in his basement who made like a fran- two movies based off of that character. Then made a movies, a giant franchise about a guy, British sex symbol who was a spy. And then he makes the Cat in the Hat movie. And Alec Baldwin, who's been in some... Decent movies, I think. I don't know what his resume looks like. but uh, And then Mike Myers never goes back to SNL. And then, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin probably destroyed his career being in the the cat in the hat. And then (laughs) so he goes back to SNL. He goes, reverses it, and gets known for being Trump. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Well, I don't know what movies he's in. I actually don't really pay that much attention. I know like 30 Rock, obviously. Let's see what his IMDb is. I think he's been in some like super successful movies, right? Let's see here. Oh yeah, The Departed. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, so he's in The Departed, and oh, it's complicated with uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Hmm. Let's. What other? What is that? All he's really known for? Oh, I guess Boss Baby. He like made this weird turn into like f- making funny movies. I guess. I guess he just took whatever he could get. In between fighting people in the streets, you know, yeah, uh, you know, he's just always causing fist fights. Didn't he punch somebody recently? I don't know. This podcast is just falling apart as we speak, isn't it? You know what? Maybe I need to save myself by just jumping into some topics I found this week. Let's go. Let's let's just go into this. This. Uh, uh, how do you guys feel about those new scooters that are around towns everywhere? I, since being in Salt Lake, that is a big thing. When you go downtown, they're fucking everywhere. I see people riding them all over. And what's weird is they like you just ride them on the sidewalk, and uh, I feel like they're dangerous on the sidewalk. Um, I feel like you could just run into people, especially because most people probably don't yell out and just like they don't do the on your right. They're not. They're not doing the biker thing. They they don't want to steal biker culture, so they're just they can't yell. They just run into people. <laughs> can't do the on your right. And what's weird about the on your right stuff is like now. There's a trail right by my house, and I've been driving, driving. Yeah, I've been driving on these trails. You know, just taking out puppies and uh, walkers. You know, taking out the old people walking. I'm just driving. I'm, I don't like going on the public roads. I use the, the, the that's a private road, and I will use it accordingly. I will use the trails. No, but I was taking like the dogs on walk and walks and stuff, and like I always have like one headphone in just so I can hear my surroundings. But it's amazing how many people are just out there with both headphones in, walking or riding their bike. Uh, so you can't probably hear anybody else around you so like i hear people all the time they're like on your left and like uh, so i make sure i get the dog out of the way and nobody hits me or the dog it's weird i'm more concerned about the dog getting hit than i am myself just because i don't want my girlfriend to find out our dog got hit by a bike today (laughs) like i i don't give a fuck if i get hit by a bike like she'll and she'll feel bad for me but i feel like it's gonna i'm gonna get blamed for the dog getting hit by a bike 
there's just some there's just some weird connection there where I, it will be my fault and I don't want that to happen. So I'm more concerned about the dog. But like the people walking all the time, they just have their headphones in. So how do you know if somebody's going to hit you or not if you're not paying attention? But I digress back to the, um, I don't know. You guys tell me. Do you guys like rock one headphone in at a time or not? Will you email me and let me know or comment under the Instagram post of this week's clip. Let me know. I, I Do you leave one headphone in and then like one out so you can hear shit when you're out and about? There's so many people on trains and all sorts of shit that, like, uh, just have their headphones in at all times. Which you say, like, everybody talks about how, like, dangerous the world is now. And, like, you got to be on your toes and, like, you know, things happen all the time. But yet, I don't think we must, we must not be living in, people must not be that concerned because they're just walking around with headphones just completely taking out one of the key things to identify trouble. But what do I know? So you got these scooters, right? They're everywhere around here. But China, uh, a Chinese firm, unveiled a new electric scooter that can drive itself to the charging station. And this is where that on your right, on your left shit even gets taken out of the equation even more. So this scooter is just going to fucking go down the sidewalk and go park itself. How is it going to... How's it going to know? Like, because half the time when you see these people with these scooters, like half the appeal is you drive it somewhere, you park it, and you leave it there, and then somebody can walk up, put their card on it, and activate it, and drive it to wherever they're going, and they just leave it there. So they just leave these things places. So this scooter needs a charging station. So it has to go to the uh, the place, get its little juice kick, and then head on out. Um, and then people know it's like at that, at that place, and you go get it from there. But if it's going to drive itself back to the station, uh, how does it sense where people are? How does it know to, that, like, you, it, does it, is there going to be a Siri on the scooter just, like, on your left? On your left. Or the scarier thing, this thing's road legal. And you just have invisible scooters driving down the street next to you how many accidents are going to get caused by fucking a ghost driving scooters ghost ride the scooter ghost ride the scooter ghost ride the scooter ghost ride the scooter and diop 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 you're gonna see people like hack into these things and they're gonna do flash mobs with uh electronic scooters just in the middle of downtown in a park just performing a synchronized dance like those fucking drones at the olympics <laughs> Today in Central Park, we had a cool flash mob where scooters decided to do uh, the nene in the middle of Central Park. Uh, the police didn't find this to be too amusing, though, because it's a serious crime hacking into uh, city-owned property, which these scooters are. Uh, police are now investigating which, where the hackers found their access point and are trying to make sure they can patch it. But they're not going to find the people who did it because the police aren't good at hacking. They never solve hacking crimes, I feel like. I never find a new story explaining that, hey... They, they're done hacking. We, we caught them. We'll never do it. And then even if they do get caught hacking, they just go work for the FBI or some shit. It's crazy. But, yeah, self-driving scooters. It's going to be hilarious that we'll have self-driving scooters. Like, I feel like everybody will be cool with self-driving scooters. This is just like a, like um, 
like a stepping stone. Because you hear scooter, it doesn't sound as scary as car. Like car accidents are scary. Scooter accident sounds funny, and you just think about a nine-year-old racking his balls trying to ramp off of a, a skateboard ramp, you know? <laughs> that, that kid that in your neighborhood who was like too scared to get on a skateboard he's like I need something with handlebars to make sure I can control it and then he just still fucked himself up the kid who wore a helmet I didn't wear a helmet skateboarding but I saw all the scooter kids wearing helmets that's why like nobody will be scared of like self-driving scooters so then we'll see that and we'll do the test runs because a scooter accident isn't going to be as deadly probably as a, a car accident self-driving car accident we've already seen a couple of those be pretty fucking deadly so that's where we're going to jump into we're going to have the self-driving scooter be the first to make the appearance which I guess it's not the first appearance. I guess if you technically want to talk about it, the the self-driving vacuum was the first self-driving uh, vehicle. And for those who are like, Wade, you can't you can't call a vacuum a vehicle. You can't ride it. Bullshit. I did it all the time when I was three. My mom would let me ride the vacuum while she was trying to clean. It was the only way she could entertain me and also clean at the same time. That's a multitasking mom right there. And that's how you get the job done. Yes, and that's just good decision-making on a parent's part. And, uh, you know, that leads us to our next thing. If you say in yes to any of these five questions, science says you definitely make smarter decisions than average. So, guys, I'm going to read off these questions for you, and you're gonna, you, you'll are gonna you know today if you're a better decision-maker than most people. Here we go. Ready? The, uh, these aren't less questions and more statements. You focus more on potential gains than losses that's right when your grandparents died you were like oh no i lost christmas i lost my i lost grandma's soup that i got to have on christmas eve i miss the i'm gonna miss the family barbecues and the reunions with them but then you think about that inheritance instead so you're like bam got gains out of that if you say yes to that you are you're you're, you're one for one on the decision-making process. Number two, you don't let other people set anchors. That's right. You you don't let anybody tell you, hey man, you gotta post up here for a while, and you just gotta you gotta let it ride. There's no none of this shit. You're gonna you're gonna you can't put limitations on me. Anchors matter. Ma anchors matter everywhere else too. If a six-pack of Diet Mountain Dew, the beverage champion, the beverage of champions, is that an opinion in this little thing here about science? Okay, whatever. You are on sale, but limit is four six-packs per customer. Research sure you're more likely to buy two or three six-packs, uh, even if you only plan to buy one. Or taking price or taking price schemes, many businesses offer high price premium services simply to make less expenses levels of service seem like more of a bargain. I won't spend $250 a month on that, you think, but uh, $175 looks like a deal for this. Anchors are widely used because they are extremely influential. Uh, the key... The key is to know what you're willing to pay, you know what you're willing to do, and you know what you really want, then stick to it. 
Ah, okay. So that's what it is. So like you don't get anchored down by prices. Uh, uh use more negotiation because like that's just like an anchor is set. There's no moving it. Okay, I get what you're saying here. I don't know if I negotiate very well. I don't think I do. I I, I can kind of get my way sometimes, but not very well. I don't think I do. Uh, I will search and find what I'm looking for, though. I will take my sweet and precious time. Let's go on to number three here. I don't know why I read most of that. I don't know. Uh, you don't assume one tale tells the whole story. That's right. You don't assume. You do research. Are you doing research? Nobody does research. I should have done research and read most of this article before I fucking did this podcast. But there's nothing funny about being informed, guys. That's just dumb. Being informed is just like, that's last year's news. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just, you just gotta, you want to be, you, you want to, you want an uninformed podcast. This is not worth the time. Uh, It it wasn't worth my time to read this. It's barely worth my time to look and tell you about it. I mean, come on. Uh, What are we doing here? We're going to act like this is a thing? I don't know. Uh, Let's go on to number four here. God, I'm way out of it, guys. I hope this is turning out better than what I think it is. Uh, You don't care where the idea comes from. You just want the best idea. You just need it to be there. Uh, uh, Wait, what is it? We're all worked. We've all worked with people who hate every new idea unless they find a way to make it them think it's their idea ah god damn fuck i hate those people it's just like dude you know it's a good idea let's just stick with this we don't need to be dickheads about this um so well i don't even know where to cover it there's nothing worse than that right like the person who thinks that oh that only my ideas count so you have to spin it to pet their fucking ego there's nothing i know like i'm sitting here talking to myself into a microphone right now which seems pretty egotistical uh, but goddamn, I, I hate trying to have to stroke people's ego. It's like, dude, I'm just here. I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. Let's both mutually respect that. Why can't we do that? It's so hard for people to just be like, hey, this is the, we, we should just try to p- promote and do our things together. I don't know, get what the fucking hesitation is about on that, but it is what it is. Uh, you have strong opinions, but you hold them weakly. Not weekly, like you don't you don't sit down and preach like on a podcast weekly. You know, you do it every two weeks. <laughs> you do a podcast every two weeks with your strong opinions. That sounds stupid. And then you hope that somebody comes down and just fucking bashes them. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. I just keep waiting for emails from you guys to at least start telling me to fucking shut up. One of these days. Maybe one of these days. I don't know. Let's go to this next thing. You know... Uh, where, uh, you know, there's some, uh, unspoken rules in everything we do in life. Um, but apparently I didn't know this, but there are seven unspoken rules about casual sex, guys. And I know there's so many single people who listen to my podcast. You're all out there just fucking like rabbits. You're getting it on. And you know what? I'm here to help you make sure you know the rules and can be on track and be safe. So here's some unwritten rules. Number one. 
Make like the Boy Scouts and be prepared. That's right. Those Boy Scouts wouldn't have gotten taken advantage by their Scoutmasters had they been prepared. They didn't pay attention during the meetings, and then they got in trouble. And uh, then they had to go to the law, and the law was sided with them, which is good. It should. Shout out to the Boy Scouts. I'm sorry that that happened to you. But next time you'll be prepared. It, you know, that's all it is. You, you got to experience something sometimes horrible to be prepared or ignore somebody. Now you know. Number two, casual sex. Wow, I took that out of nowhere. But you definitely want to be prepared. Like, fucking have a condom, guys. Like, it's not that hard. Have a, have a condom ready for when you're going to have casual sex. Doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, lesbian, whatever. I'm sure lesbians use, like, uh, they should use what are those things called? Um, the thing that uh, you put over vaginas so you can uh, perform oral. I don't know. It's like a latex, like, sheet, basically. But... I think they should have those as well. But th you should be prepared. Have the proper tools and equipment. You're not going to go mountain climb if you don't got a couple anchors. Even though in our last article we talked about you don't believe in anchors. You're going to, I can scale that mountain like that Spider-Man guy. But number two, keep it light. That's right. It's casual sex, guys. You don't need to break out the gimp mask. Okay? Nobody needs to be leathered out when you're just, when you, it's the first time you're going to fuck. Okay? You, you ease that shit in. Maybe next time you're just in bra and panties at the leather. And then maybe you got like a whip maybe the next time. I don't know. But if it's a casual encounter, it probably won't be an every time thing. That's what's up. Uh, don't get fancy with the spices. Yeah, you don't throw cumin on some girl's vagina. It's going to cause a little bit of burning for everybody. I don't know why you're bringing food into the bedroom, but it's not cool. You shouldn't be peppering fucking Louisiana hot sauce on her. To be bad. Uh, have you ever gotten pepper in your eye? It burns. Now imagine what it does to your dick hole. It's not good. Okay. Ask the hard, ask the hard questions after hookup number two. Okay, that's when you see after hookup number two. That's when you're like, so, uh, pegging, cool. We, you're gonna strap on, right? We're gonna do this. Okay, cool. Don't linger. That's another one, man. Like casual hookups, man. There's you don't sleep over. You don't cuddle. You, you tap it and blap it and leave. It's like bop it. You just you twist it, pull it, bop it, and then it screams, and then you leave. I don't know why that that made no sense. Woo, this podcast is fucking ripping and roaring today. Uh, read the room. Uh Let's okay. Now I'm interested in this just because this 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 one doesn't seem as obvious to me. Most hookups don't start with someone coming up to another and asking, "Would you like? Would you be down to have sex tonight?" With no expectations for future commitment or whatsoever. Okay, uh, that's not to discourage you from being open and direct. Uh, man, what the fuck? Uh, in the casual relationships, however, someone may never actually or explicitly end things with you. They may never tell you. Oh, so you're saying if you get ghosted, just fucking eat that L, bro. You weren't good in bed, sis. You you couldn't ride a dick. He couldn't uh, bang a, bang you out good. Well, they just let you know like by not telling you, hey, step up your game. Got to have more casual encounters. <laughs> Head on over to fucking Craigslist.
and see if you can get something done. And then uh, don't make it weird. The number one rule, actually, uh, you two aren't dating. You uh, you don't get to say what they do or what they wear, and like in a relationship. Wait, wait, what? Uh, you know, what they wear. You can't even do that in a regular relationship. You can't tell what somebody to wear in a regular relationship. That's f- like what is uh, wh- what kind of hookups have you been having? Like are you trying to be a Cosby here and tell them how to dress their hair and fucking what dress to wear before you just, you just slip it on in? That's fucking weird, man. Like I've never heard of anybody telling any like what you can do. But yeah, just don't be like bossy. You can't be bossy while you're trying to like you know hook up. You just want to be mutual and have a good time together, you know? That's what it's all about, is having a good time. And now it's time to help somebody find a person to have a good time with. That's right, everybody. It's casual encounter time. Woo! This one comes from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. This one, Joel who fix windows. Wow, that's oddly specific. Joel, if you fix windows out there, you might be, uh, you might be, I can't believe I lost your number, you worked, wait, I can't believe I lost your number, you worked for a company, in fact, the last thing you did was fix the windshield of my car. You lost the number for the company he worked for? That's how you were going to try to get a hold of this person? Calling their work? Yeah, is Joel there? Yeah, I, I we had a really cool connection, and uh, I just really want to talk to him. Yeah, he he, he did a bang up job putting that uh, that sealer on my windshield to make sure that you know it stayed in there good. I haven't, and he even put that double protection on it. I had I've had so many rocks hit the windshield, never chipped it, not once. Uh, days before I moved to Colorado, we met at Buckeyes because of an ad I posted on Craigslist. We ended up becoming friends, and I miss talking to you terribly. If this could be you, message me, please. What do you mean, if this could be you? It's Joel. You know the dude's name. And you guys met on Craigslist? This is my question. Does this company that replaces windshield go to a Craigslist when people are like, jobs, oh, I need my windshield replaced. So they're like, oh, I might as well email them. They know that they need. Like, that'd be crazy. There are actual businesses that are coming to Craigslist and finding work <laughs> through misencounters or jobs and stuff like that. This is just a this is a long, long relationship built off Craigslist. This person just posted on there like, I need to get a window, sh- my windshield replaced. And then Joel came along and it was love at first sight. Just like watching him take off that old windshield, put down the glue for the new one fucking pop that in there using that that suction cup machine to bring the window over so he didn't put his fingerprints on it so that's another reason they couldn't find it the person couldn't take the tape and get the fingerprints off of it and then take it and then run it through their uh, police database that they hacked into uh, while they were in the middle of you know orchestrating their Chinese scooter dance off in Central Park you know, just all sorts of information. So that's why they had to go to Craigslist and continue this detective work to find Joel. So Joel, if you're out there, you definitely need to help this person uh, see clearly, just like you help them see clearly driving every day. Guys, this has been a fun one, I think. I enjoyed it. I hope you did. Because you probably are like bummed now because it's over. But that's okay. 
Because you have hours and hours of other content you can listen to at punninggame.com. That's right. There's five, six podcasts that we do have that come out every day of the week, except Saturday and Sunday. We take those off because, you know, those are the Lord's days. Um, yeah, and football is coming up. So that's why there's no uh, stuff that comes out on Saturday and Sunday. Go watch football. It's American. Um but you got Mondays. You got this podcast every other Monday. And then the rotating Mondays, you have No Rational Thought with Nathan. It's fun. We both ramble. We're dumb. It's great. You can feel smarter about yourself. Uh, Tuesdays, you got The Grove Podcast with Matt Lamb talking conspiracy theories with random people or just spouting off his theories of what's about to happen. Maybe he wants to talk about future sex alien robots. That might be a thing he's talked about before, and it's fucking hilarious. Wednesdays, you got Who Gives a F, where me and Nathan meet and combine our bullshit together every Wednesday and talk shit. Uh, Thursdays, you have Monster Jamboree with Eric Bridges and Matt Lamb talking horror movies, reviewing them, and then just, you know, saying hi to Christine. Hi, Christine. And then Fridays, you have the champs, the tag team champions of podcasting, things about stuff with Judge Die and the Bearded Wonder. Uh, checked out every Friday where they broadcast from their wood panel basement and let you know. Also, check out their Twitch channel every Thursday when they broadcast live. Um, guys, if you want to support the website or the shows you really like, uh, head on over to the website, punninggame.com, and go to the Punning Game Shop where you can find T-shirts for all the different shows. Uh, once you click on those, you can actually go to teespring.com slash store slash punning game where you can find hoodies t-shirts stickers all sorts of fun stuff uh buy and support use the promo code nwtpod for free shipping that's nwtpod for free shipping guys thanks for listening and not worth the time i'm wade taylor and remember scooter accidents are funny